New York, New York, New York, all things New York. Today is Wednesday, November 7, 2018, and this is the Running News Podcast, a weekly analysis of distance running news. I'm your host, Zachary Breitenstein. This is the New York City Marathon edition of the podcast. I was there myself and have lots to report, so let's get started. First, the weather was perfect. It was sunny and in the upper 40s at the start with only a little wind. I woke up at 4 a.m. Praise God for the extra hour of sleep. Ate my usual three eggs with black beans and caught an Uber to the 5.30 buses that were transporting people to the start. I signed up for the 5.30 bus, but in hindsight, it didn't really matter because no one was checking at the buses and they were simply loaded first come, first served. The bus ride took 45 minutes, then I settled in for the three-hour wait for the start. I was joined by my sister and her friend, and we simply sat on the grass and chit-chatted. My plan was to run what I thought would be a conservative 252 pace and feel strong at the end. I wanted to be conservative because I'd been on my feet for the last three days. This is my first time to New York City, and I wasn't going to simply sit around. I also thought that my Vaporfly 4% shoes and Martin sports drink would make up for any fatigue. Things went well for the first half as I ran 126.41. I actually thought I was running faster, but my Garmin Phoenix 3 was having a hard time with all the tall buildings. Then I sped up to 6.14 pace for the next 6 miles, which seemed reasonable at the time but ended up being a mistake because I slowed back to 6.34 pace for miles 20 through 23 and slowed to a painful 7.32 pace for the last three. My quads were killing me and I wanted to slow down even more, but I didn't think running slower would help the pain, so I kept moving. My wife, daughter, and in-laws were waiting to cheer for me at the finish. I didn't get to see them right away, though, because you had to walk at least a mile before you could be reunited. And I went at least a half mile before receiving a poncho. Overall, it was an amazing experience. I'll never forget how beautiful it was on the bridge at the start and getting to see the New York City skyline while running with 12,000 other runners in Wave 1. I was wearing a shirt that said, don't give up, and I must have heard people yell that, without exaggeration, at least a hundred times. The crowds were amazing, at least until they tried to cross the road and almost T-boned me. That happened several times. I finished in 253.40, which is a one-minute positive split from first half to second half. While not falling off the wagon, I was a little disappointed that I didn't run negative splits. If I run it again, I will run at least 10 minutes slower than my current fitness and enjoy myself a little more on the course. Mary Katani of Kenya won her fourth New York City Marathon in 2.22.48, 5.27 pace. She ran the second half nine minutes faster than the first half and beat second place fellow Kenyan Vivian Chariot by over three minutes. For the Americans, defending champion Shalane Flanagan was third in 226.22, despite running 30 seconds faster than her winning time from last year. Molly Huddle was fourth and lowered her PR by a minute and a half. Des Linden, sixth. Allie Kiefer, seventh. Speaking of Huddle, she's the American record holder in the half marathon, and Katani beat her record by almost 30 seconds during the second half of the full marathon. 
For her, miles 17, 18, and 19 were all sub-5. Here's Huddle's response. What's your reaction when you hear that split? <laughs> yeah, like, holy crap. Okay, that's, late. that's not a fast second half. That's amazing. Flanagan said, Yeah, I mean, it's not much I can do about that. It is what it is. I don't have the physical capability to have an answer for that. Wow. No kidding. Kitani won $100,000 and a $45,000 bonus for running sub-223. Lalisa de Sissa of Ethiopia won the men's race in 205.59, 448 pace. He was only two seconds ahead of defending champion Jeffrey Kamwarer. He ran almost two minutes faster the second half, including a 429 in mile 23. De Sissa took home $100,000 for the win and a $45,000 bonus for running sub 206. Jared Ward was the first American running 212.24 for 6th, followed by Scott Fobble in 7th, Shadrach Biwat in 9th, and Chris Derrick in 10th. Running legend Bernard Lagat was a disappointing 18th in 217.20. He'd been hoping to break Meb Kaflesky's American record of 212.20. Speaking of which, the marathon world record for Masters runners was set last week. Mark Kiptu of Kenya ran a 207.50, pace in Frankfurt, Germany. As a side note, Mary Kitani was the only top three podium finisher who was not wearing the Nike Vaporfly 4%. I also wore the Vaporflies, but couldn't say, unfortunately, that they helped me necessarily as I did not finish strong. Among the many celebrity finishers, the president of Estonia, Kirsti Kaljuleid, was probably the only one with Secret Service agents. They protect not only the president, but also dignitaries of other countries, too. The two men assigned to protect her had run 56 and 28 marathons previously. Kaljulaid finished in 402.40. 52,812 people finished the marathon, breaking last year's record by almost 1,500. It's the largest marathon in the world. Chicago is second with 44,610 finishers, and Paris is third with 42,525. Every state was represented, including Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Basically, they start the marathon in six waves. First up are the wheelchair athletes, followed by the professional women, and then four waves of the other 50,000 people. The professional men start right before the first wave. Within each wave, there are six corrals with the fastest people at the front. I was in wave one, corral A, although I sacrificed my place in line in order to go pee one last time. In the holding area, in the hours-long wait before the start, instructions were played on a loop in various languages, warning people that urination on the bridge, where the race starts, could result in disqualification. Needless to say, that did not stop people because there were lots of puddles to dodge on the bridge. American Daniel Romanchuk, 20, won the men's wheelchair division in 136.21, 3.40 pace. He was the first American man to do so.
The day before the marathon, Central Park also hosted the 5K U.S. Road Championships. Missouri native Emily Sisson won the women's race in 1538, 5.02 pace. U.S. Army soldier and Olympic silver medalist Paul Chalimo won for the men in 1345. The runner-up, also a soldier, was Shadrach Kipchurcher, who barely lost in a photo finish. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Please give me five stars wherever you listen to this. This has been the Running News Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at The Running News and at Facebook.com slash The Running News.